We'll continue to track the results as they come in, but we're urging patience as those mail-in ballots won't be counted for a couple of days. Political Junkie podcast host Ken Rudin watching how things unfold tonight. He'll talk with our Michelle Bash at 910. Stay close to your election source, WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The heat from the plains to the lower Mississippi Valley will expand into the northeast later this week. How bad is it? Reporter Chris Fox in Austin, Texas. Texas is supposed to be hot in July, but this hot? This is not typical Texas in summer. I've lived in Oklahoma and Texas, and this is, I've never felt anything this awful. I'm just staying inside, you know, trying to find things to do that aren't going to the park or anything. The record-shattering temperature started back in June with a heat dome that continues to cover much of the state. Chris Fox for CBS News. Austin. Europe is baking under record high temperatures with wildfires burning in Britain, Spain, and France. CBS's Remy and Asensio with The fields were on fire opposite, like that back onto our garden. They were on fire. What we're seeing here, this kind of fire and this scale of fire has just shocked residents. But this record-breaking heat hitting 104 degrees along with this tinderbox condition has just made all of this possible. In response to the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade and concerns that other rights may be in jeopardy, the U.S. House has approved a bill to protect same-sex and interracial marriages. Congressman Steve Cohen, a Democrat from Tennessee. Simply says each state will recognize the other state's marriages when, and not deny a person the right to marry based on race, gender, sexual orientation. The Respect for Marriage Act faces a tougher go in the Senate. CBS's Jim Crisula has the latest on the penalty trial of a Florida school shooter. Jurors squirmed and held their hands to their faces as they watched a 15-minute graphic video of the Parkland, Florida high school shooting from 2018. Former Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School student Christopher McKenna testified about running into the young gunman in a school hallway. Get a rifle in his hands. I was stunned. That's one second. And he said to me, get out of here. Things are about to get bad. A jury must decide whether to sentence the now 23-year-old gunman to death or life in prison. He pleaded guilty to charges including 17 counts of murder. The head of the Food and Drug Administration is asking for a formal review of the agency's food and tobacco programs. CBS's Linda Kenyon has the story. A request from FDA Commissioner Robert Califf comes one day before he is scheduled to testify before a Senate committee about the FDA's oversight of food safety. It also follows the rash of criticism over the agency's handling of the baby formula shortage which was triggered by concerns about contamination problems at a major formula plant in Michigan. Califf acknowledges the shortfalls in managing the crisis. That's why he says fundamental questions about the structure, function, funding, and leadership of the agency must all be addressed. He says he wants a full report within 60 days. Lindy Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 9.03 on Tuesday evening, July 19th, 2022. It is Maryland primary night, and I'm Michelle Bash. Thanks for listening. We have reporters in the newsroom and in the field following the candidates, gathering election results, and bringing you analysis. The first round of results of the primary are coming in now. WTOP's Kate Ryan has some of those early returns in the governor's race and the Montgomery, the Montgomery County executive's race, I should say. Kate, what are we seeing right now? Right. Well, uh, taking a look at the governor's race on the Republican side, you've got Dan Cox, uh, again, 
um, running up against uh, Kelly Schultz. He is leading 52% of the vote to 43% uh, for Schultz. But again, these are very early returns. This is just from the early voting period. But a fairly substantial lead this early in the game for him. In the uh, dem Among the Democratic uh, candidates here, Wes Moore is uh, leading at 38% of the vote. Uh, right behind him, Tom Perez with 26%. And Peter Francho, 21% of the votes cast so far. Again, this is early voting only. Um, I've got to scroll over to the <laughs> uh, county executive races. And again, we want to repeat here that these are the first batch of, of the in-person votes. You won't even see um, the mail-in ballots uh, start to be counted until Thursday morning. And I'm sliding around, sorry, on my uh, on the county executive races. But so far, very, very, very tight race between incumbent Mark Elrich in Montgomery County and David Blair. Um, I'll get you more precise numbers coming up. And as you keep mentioning, this is all very early, you know, especially uh, just for an, a regular election night. This would be early, but we're going to have to wait a little bit longer for those other ballots to be counted. Do we have any indication from these early results of what might be the final result? You know, I'd say on any other election night you might, but because we're talking about mail-in ballots in in the neighborhood of 500,000, just shy of 500,000 out there, um, there really isn't a good indicator unless you're talking about races that are unopposed. Um, so a, a lot of fingernail biting for the next couple of days and maybe even weeks ahead for some of these candidates. Oh, yes. Thank you. That's WTOP's Kate Ryan. And, of, of course, we just mentioned we're getting these early voting results. We're also getting them for the attorney general's race, which is being followed by our Dick Giuliano. He joins us live with the latest, Dick. Michelle Anthony Brown has taken a big lead in early voting over Katie Curran O'Malley. These are results from in-person early voting July 7th through the 14th. Brown has collected 70,430 votes to Curran O'Malley's 42,860. That's Brown with approximately 62% of the vote. Curran O'Malley, 38%. And by the way, that lopsided lead is a far cry from polling three weeks ago, which showed the race virtually tied. In the Republican primary for Attorney General, Petruca, Michael Petruca has 56% of the vote. Jim Shalek, 44%. And in the Democratic primary for Comptroller, Brooke Learman has 62% of the vote to Tim Adams, 38%. Reporting live, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. And we'll be hearing more from Dick as the night goes on covering the Attorney General's race. With more election results now, let's bring in WTOP's Nick Ionelli, who is live at the election desk. Yes, we are following some breaking news here. In the second congressional district in Baltimore County, the Associated Press is projecting that Democratic Congressman Dutch Rupesberger has won the Democratic primary against three Democratic opponents there. U.S. Senator Chris Van Hollen, a Democrat, running for a second term. The AP projects that he has won the Democratic primary. He has one challenger, Michelle Smith. And in the 7th Congressional District in Baltimore City, Congressman Kwaisi Mfume 
is the projected winner in the Democratic primary against three Democratic challengers there in the 7th Congressional District. Live at the election desk, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Thanks very much, Nick. And coming up after traffic and weather, I'll talk about the Maryland primary and what we know so far with political junkie podcast host Ken Rudin. It's 9.07. I want to break free. Ready to break free, D.C.? See the world with Norwegian and enjoy 40% off all cruises to the Caribbean, Europe, and more. We'll even help you get there with free airfare for second guests. Plus